הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדוח אני וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנע הפר הקדוש המשאב הארץ המה ובפחד לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגה נע נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם today we will start and finish תורה נ"ב תורה 52 very deep תורה on the power of התבודדות we're gonna see uh, inside בעזרת השם רבי חנינא בן חכינאי אומר רבי חנינא, the son of חכינאי, said, הנאור בלילה, he who stays up at night, והמהלך בדרך יחידי, and goes on his way alone, goes on a pathway, just himself, ומפנה ליבו לבטלה, and makes room in his heart for empty thoughts, לבטלה, for, for thoughts that are vain, הרי זה מתחייב בנפשו, this person is liable for his own soul. Okay, this is from um, Avot, Pegimel, We're going to see what Rabenu does with this, um, this, awesome, um, this awesome teaching from the sages um, at the end of the lesson. Let's hop right into it. Rabenu explains, There are epikosim, there are people who deny God, um, atheists that say, That the world is a necessary reality. Meaning that the world... It's obligated that the world needed to exist. And according to their erroneous thoughts, their evil and um, their evil knowledge, it seems to these people, these epikosim, it seems to these epikosim that they have proofs and examples for this. From the way the world functions. They can believe from the way the world functions, the science, that they think the world needed to be created according to the way it was um, intended to From nature, basically. According to the world, the way the world functioned, you can prove that the world needed to exist. But the truth is, Rabbeinu says, their mouths, their mouths spew foolish, foolishness, speaks falsehood. Because the truth is, the world and all it, it and all that, what the world contains, all its inhabitants, etc., etc., it's all Efshari Metziyot. So we're going to understand on we're going to understand these two phrases these two um these two terms there's mekhuyava mitziut which is what the epikorsim think which is that the world is a necessary reality and then there's what the jewish people and those of faith think is that what efsharia mitziut that the world is a contingent reality meaning its existence is possible it's not um obligated It's not necessary until God so decides. Because only God himself must necessarily exist. But all the world and everything that exists within them is all contingent reality, meaning it's contingent upon God. Because God created these worlds and everything within them. From, some, from nothingness to something. And God has the ability with His strength. Um, and it's possible that through God's ability that He can create them or not to create them. God has the alternative. This is why it's certain that the world and all that it contains is it's contingent reality, not necessary. And now Rabbeinu is going to delve into this evil thought of the epikosim, these atheists who think so. 
He's going to delve into this and the root of where this mistake comes from. So Rabbeinu asks, yeah, what is the basis of their mistake? That that person can think um, and fall into the mistake that the world is a necessary reality, God forbid. Rabbeinu is explaining a tremendous, tremendous kiddush. Rabbeinu is going to prove this. Rabbeinu explains, he says no, that now this mistake, or let's say this mistake that the Apikosim think that the world is necessary reality, is drawn that from the fact that now, that now that all the, the nishamot, the souls of Amisrael have been brought down and issued after all, it's certain that now, Rabbeinu explains that now the world actually falls into the aspect of necessary reality. Now, because the Nishamot of Am Yisrael have been created. Now Rabbeinu is going to prove why that once the Nishamot of Am Yisrael immediately turns this switch and this flick on, this um, that it goes from the term of um why is it that once the souls of the Jewish people come down into the world, that the world is necessary reality? Rabbeinu is going to explain. He says that all the world and its inhabitants and all that it contains, everything was created for the Jewish people. For Am Yisrael. As is known, look at the Midrash Vayikha Rabbah, Perak Lamedvav, I believe over there, and look at Rashi um, at the beginning of Bereshit. And Am Yisrael rules over the world. Rabbeinu explained that this is why it's certain that now, once the souls of Am Yisrael have been created and brought forth, as if to say that God is forced to create and to sustain the world because of these souls. For it was on account of this that God created the souls of Israel. In order to create on their behalf all the worlds. But the souls of Am Yisrael in itself, when they were created and issued, they, these souls themselves, with all the worlds that are dependent upon them, because we said that the Neshamot of Am Yisrael, everything was created for these souls. So once God created these souls, then He needed to create all the worlds, etc., 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 and everything else because of it. But what? Rabbeinu explains that these souls in itself and all the worlds that are con- contingent upon these souls, everything is contingent reality, meaning God didn't need to create these souls. Because it was in God's capability whether to create them, to bring forth these souls or not to. But immediately when God resolved to bring forth the souls of the Jewish people, then the entire world fell into the, the aspect of necessary reality. Because for the fact that God brought forth these souls of the Jewish people, then it's as if to say that God needs to bring the world into being for us. Because it was on account of this that their souls were created. That all the worlds were created for us. And Am Yisrael rules over everything. Rabbeinu says, understand this very well. What we're talking about right here are secrets upon secrets that have never really been touched upon. Rabbeinu is teaching us the most awesome, awesome chidushim. And from this idea that we just mentioned, devolutes and is drawn down this mistake of these atheists. 
from this, what we just explained, this this holy thought is where this mistake of the apikorsim comes from. That the, the apikorsim think that the world is necessary reality. But the truth is, Rabbeinu explained that only God Himself is necessary reality. And all other things are um, possible existence. It's not necessary that it needs to exist. And now Rabbeinu is going into the intention of why God created the souls of the Jewish people. Because we know that the entire world was created for us. So everything was created in order that we should be able to live with everything. That Basically that once Hashem created us, that everything else was created because of us. But, but what? What's the main reason why God created us? And the main reason why God created all the worlds for us, was in order that Am Yisrael would be able to do God's will, so that we should return and bind ourselves in to God into our root, which is God. That we should return and be encompassed within God Himself, which is necessary reality. This is why everything was created. So we find an awesome idea here, Rabbeinu explains, that when Amisrael do God's will, and they become encompassed within His root, and what's the root of within the, the Jewish souls? The God Himself, God is necessary reality. So through this, then all the world which were created for us, and once we were created, we were a necessary reality. So let's say we, the Jewish people, become encompassed within God Himself by doing His will. Then we are a necessary reality. Why? Because we are encompassed within the ultimate necessary reality, which is God. And if we are encompassed within necessary reality, then all that which is dependent upon us, which is all the world and everything that was created afterwards, is also encompassed within necessary reality. Rabbeinu explains, because the main purpose for why the world was created was for, was for this reason. So that we should become encompassed within God by doing His will. And, and this is the only reason that God Himself This is the only reason why God is obliged in essence to create and to sustain all the world for the Jewish people. Why? So that we should be able to do God's will. But I can add but this is why specifically when we do God's will, the world becomes encompassed with the necessary reality. Because the more we do God's will, the more we are encompassed with all the worlds as well that are dependent upon us within the necessary reality, which is God. Because by the mere fact that we do God's will, we return and become encompassed within the blessed be he, within God, blessed be He, who is the only necessary reality. And then everything that becomes encompassed, um, meaning, and all our soul of the Jewish people, which already became encompassed with the necessary reality, all that which is dependent upon us, which is what all the world, which are dependent upon our souls, also become encompassed within that which is necessary reality, God Himself.
this, what we just explained, to unite or to encompass oneself within his root, his source, which is God, which means to return and to be encompassed within the unity of Hashem, which is, who is um, completely necessary reality, God. This is only possible by means of bitul, nullification. That you nullify yourself completely until you become encompassed within God's oneness. And now Rabbeinu explains the key to everything. It's impossible to get to bitul by one thing, except by one thing, which is what? He'd bother do it. Because by secluding yourself, seclusion, to make yourself alone and to express yourself in conversation between you and your Creator in your own native tongue, that's the form of Hidbodadut, where you separate yourself from all people and you go somewhere and you speak to Hashem in your own language. Through Hidbodadut, one is able to nullify all these desires that are stuck to him. And all these evil traits, until you're able to nullify all your corporeality, all your physicality, and to encompass yourself within your source. But Rabbeinu explains, the essence of Yitbodadut is at night. Specifically when? Specifically at the time when the world is turned away from the troubles of this world, meaning... What? Because in the day, the entire world is running after this world, after the, the desires of this world. And this is why during the day, the day itself distracts and confuses a person from binding himself and encompassing himself within God. And even if he himself is not bothered by the day, because of the mere fact that the world in itself is bothered and chasing after the vanities of this world, it's very difficult, Rabbeinu says, to come to a nullification during the time of day. Not only should the Hidbodadut be at night, but also the Hidbodadut should also be in a very unique place, a specific place. Meaning outside the city. In a secluded path. In a place where people don't usually walk. Because in the place where people usually walk, in the place where people are running after the vanities of this world, even though at the moment being, when this person is doing his bodadud, the people aren't walking there. He's alone. Nonetheless, his bodadud, his conversation with God is still also confused. He's not able to nullify himself and encompass himself within God. Why? For the fact that the people who are walking on that pathway during the day are thinking thoughts of this world, etc., etc. And those thoughts remain there and they confuse this person in his bodadud. This is why a person has to go out at night alone. On an on a on a lone path in a place where people aren't there and there you shall go and seclude yourself and empty your heart and your mind from all the involvements of this world from all the dealings of this world and nullify everything until you merit to get to a true nullification Nullification where you're completely nullified from the physicality and the corporeality of this world. 
Hanu shebatrila yabe bitfilot vesichot beitbolut balala bedach yachidikana. Meaning what? At the beginning you shall you shall increase in tfilot prayers vesichot conversation beitbolut and seclusion at night in a lone path as we explained above. Until you merit to nullify one thing. Until you merit to nullify and to remove one bad trait and one bad uh, desire. And then you shall also increase more in Until you nullify another evil desire and trait. And the same, you shall, the same is true of every other single ta'ava. Meaning you have to accustom yourself for a long time to do it. In that time, meaning at the time of night and in the place when it is alone. As we explained above. To be alone and specifically at night, until you nullify every single bad trait. And afterwards, once you do from from one trait to one trait, you will still have another thing left, and then afterwards you will nullify also that until you will be left with nothing. Perush. So let's see what is added here. Rabbi Nathan is going to add something. Because it's possible that after you nullify all your your bad lusts and all your evil traits, meaning you still have left with you the idea of what klum nothing. What klum nothing? Meaning what? Meaning you still haven't nullified completely this. Trait of what geut arrogance gasut pride, meaning what when you have nothing left. What's the idea? When you have nothing left, when you feel like you destroyed every single tava, by the fact that you feel this way, that you feel you destroyed every single tava, you feel a sense of pride. So even after you destroy every single desire, every single lust, there's one thing left, which is called klum, nothing. By the fact that you have nothing left. You still have that drop of pride. Look how awesome this chidush is. You haven't nullified. To, you haven't nullified your pride completely. And you'll think of yourself as being something. And this is why a person must put effort and toil to increase in ibodadut that we explained above. Until even that klum that it remains with you is not there anymore. They shall turn it into the aspect of ma. What? Meaning what's what? When Moshe Rabbeinu said, "Benachnuman, what are we?" Moshe attained the ultimate humility, meaning even pride and arrogance he did not have. He removed himself completely from everything, even the klum, even the nothingness. That Moshe made himself the aspect of Ma. The same is true of every single person. You should engage in bodhidut until it becomes this this level. Actually, scared if cannot be too bad until a person merits to truly nullify himself. Genuinely. And then when a person merits this true nullification, and his soul is encompassed within his source, meaning within God, who is the only necessary reality, then the entire world becomes encompassed within his soul. Meaning, sorry, the entire world with his soul, with this person's soul, becomes encompassed within the source of everything which is God. God, who is necessary reality, for everything is dependent upon Hashem. But not only is everything dependent upon Hashem, when this person becomes this aspect of Bitur, this Ma, then he himself 
is encompassed in God, and then everything else is also because of this person. And because of this person's nullification, everything else becomes encompassed within him. And um, everything goes into the aspect of necessary reality, as we explained above. And now you will see the most awesome wonders. How everything that we just explained is hinted and explained and taught in the Mishnah that we brought at the beginning of this lesson by Eretev, clearly elucidated. And this is it. One who stays awake at night. What did that mean? This is the simple meaning. This is the person who stays awake at night and he is secluding himself and expressing himself in conversation between him and his Creator. A person who does it about the dude. And he walked on a lone pathway. What did that mean? Hanukanal, meaning what we said above. Meaning he walks on a path that's alone, meaning in a place where people don't walk there. Because this is whenever he bodhudut is complete, when he walks on a pathway which people don't normally walk. At the specific time of night and on a specific place of, an, of a path that's alone. As we explained above, because then specifically this person is able to enter into this concept of bitul nullification. And this is the explanation. And he turns his heart to what does that mean? Empty thoughts, to nullification. What does that mean? Meaning, he empties his heart from all the dealings and the business and the involvements of this world. Meaning, what? He, he, he nullifies all the dealings and empties all this, this worldly involvement in order to merit this concept of bitul. To attain this aspect of bitul nullification. And then this person is able to merit that his soul is encompassed within the necessary reality within God. And then all the world with his soul are now encompassed within the necessary reality within Hashem. And what did it say at the end of the Mishnah? Behold, this person is liable for his own soul. What does that mean? What mitchayev from the world chayuv, meaning that the entire world enters into the mitchayev, the chayuv mechuyav amitziut, the necessary reality im nafsho benafsho, meaning because of this person's soul who made himself completely nullified within Hashem and he becomes encompassed within necessary reality, then the entire world who depend upon this soul of the Jewish people, as we said earlier, that everyone, that everything is dependent upon the soul of the Jewish person, then everything else, because he made himself within necessary reality, then the entire world and all the other souls also become encompassed within necessary reality. Because this person has made himself nothing before God. So because of that, all the worlds become encompassed within Hashem. With his soul, meaning they enter meaning because of this person's soul. Because through this that this person did, he merited this aspect of nullification until his soul entered this realm of necessary reality, necessary existence. And through this, his all the world with his soul become encompassed within necessary existence. And then all his souls, all the soul, and his soul and all the world becomes encompassed within necessary reality. And this is the explanation of what it means in the verse over there, in the Mishnah, that this person is liable for his own soul. 
And here you have the language of Rabbeinu uh, from this Torah that Rabbeinu wrote with very, very, like, in very, in the most concise way. So we just explained the, the complete version, the version that Rabbi Natan edited and showed Rabbeinu. But this is the, the notes that Rabbeinu had on this lesson. Uh, this lesson Rabbeinu. One who walks on a long pathway, who stays awake at night, etc. Rabbeinu explains that the essential nullification when a person nullifies his existence and becomes nothing, it becomes the aspect of ayin, nothingness, and it becomes encompassed within God's oneness. This is only possible to read Bodhidut. Read Bodhidut needs a specific place and a certain time so that those people who are trying to obstruct him from his Bodhidut do not, are not able to confuse him. And that time is night. And the main time is night. Specifically what Rabbanu means here is Chatzot. Meaning what? The aspect of Haneo Balayla. One who stays awake at night, this ver- this phrase from the Mishnah, that at that time everyone's sleeping. And the place is this lone pathway, not on a public path, so that he should not become interrupted by people who are passing the way, who are traveling on that road. But specifically in the place where people are not walking there constantly, there he should go and do it, which means what? It says in, in the Mishnah, one who walks on a lone pathway, and then what? He's able to turn his heart away from everything. And he's able to nullify all of his existence, his corporeality. This is what we said earlier, one who turns his heart away, to not. And when he's completely nullified, then he's encompassed within the unity of God, and then he comes into the aspect of necessary existence. For God is necessary reality, and everything is only contingent reality. But when one nullifies himself and becomes encompassed within the necessary reality, then he goes from the aspect of Efsha, which is contingent, Reality, meaning that the reality doesn't need to exist, and he enters into this realm of Mechuyav, that it's necessary for him to exist. <clears throat> and then he entered into the, the place, and this is the aspect of what it says in the Mishnah, that he is liable for his own soul. So, Baruch Hashem, that's the end of the lesson. Um, that was the language of Rabenu. So we see this most awesome stuff. Baruch Hashem, may we have the merit to do it both and get to that level where we're able to nullify everything um, completely. All our bad traits, etc., etc. Amen. Amen.